As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Tuesday. We are live in Los Angeles. It is the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for watching or listening to this show. And thanks for making us part of your day. Top of next hour, herd hierarchy, top 10 teams in the NFL. We've got a million different angles. Aaron Rodgers out for the year, Achilles surgery, devastating, daunting blow. Gutting blow for the New York Jets. Not good for fans, not good for the city, not good for the franchise, not great for older Aaron Rodgers. J-Mac, this was a rough one for you. I I actually had multiple people text me last night and say, how's J-Mac hanging in there? And I said, I'm just going to let him deal with the night. I didn't text you after the injury, so it's a rough one. I was unwell for much of last evening. It was a tough one. Um, We won the battle, won the game, but we lost the war And Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, out for the year. So it was a wonderful win for the Jets. It really was. And it's the last week they're probably going to be in first place. When you look at that schedule and that O-line and now Zach Wilson, that's fourth place. Listen, Aaron and that offensive line, you, I, everybody, didn't we say, God, if they can go three and three through the first six, you got a new coach, a new city, a new culture, a new O-line, you don't know about your tackles. Aaron Rodgers, we thought, was 6-6. Now it's Zach Wilson at Dallas's defense. Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Belichick at Denver. Aaron was always the difference with this team between seven wins and potentially 11 or 12. I've had coaches tell me this, that a great quarterback actually makes your defense even better because they feel all they have to do is make a stop and get the ball to the Hall of Famer. Michael Vick had that relevance and that ability. Was he, he was in Atlanta Players felt like, just give Michael the ball. He'll make something happen. And that was Aaron Rodgers. It's a gutting loss. But he had three dropbacks last night and had to move for all of them and got hurt for the last one. Robert Sala deserves major props. 
The Jets' defense was amazing. It looks even better this year. They were optimistic, never lost energy despite the injury. Uh, they still had plenty of fight left on the field a lot. It never tired. And Zach Wilson didn't lose you the game. I never want to overreact to one week in the NFL, but after one week, I look at the Jets' division and four things are true. Miami's offense may be the best in the league. Buffalo still has a better quarterback and a better overall roster. The Patriots are going to be a tough out, and the Jets needed Aaron Rodgers to get to the playoffs. They just do. It stinks. It's a great win. It's not going to be a great season. We've said this. With older quarterbacks, offensive lines are even more crucial. When the Rams' Matt Stafford had a good one, he won a Super Bowl. Last year, they had injuries. He got hurt. Tom Brady to Tampa. First move, get me a right tackle. They trapped Tristan Wirfs. Get me Gronk, a great blocking tight end. Um, I did not have the Jets in the playoffs before the season started. Virtually everybody else did. I bought into the hype train a little because he's Aaron Rodgers. He's one of the most gifted throwers I've ever seen. Maybe first or second best. Dan Marino's up there as well. But this team needed Aaron. Defenses can only be on the field so long. I looked at the Jets' schedule this morning, and remember, last night was the healthiest the Jets' O-line is. What if they have an injury? Mekhi Becton can't stay healthy. Dwayne Brown is 38 years old. So last night was the best of the offensive line. But if you look at the schedule, with Aaron Rodgers, there is only one game on it. They would have been the Jets at a quarterback deficit. That's Mahomes. But it looks like to me, Josh Allen's regressed. I'd take Aaron over Josh. I'd take Aaron over Russell Wilson. Look at the schedule. In every game but one, you could argue the Jets would have the best defense on the field and the better quarterback. With Zach Wilson not trying to be mean, but they will be at a quarterback deficit in 13 of the 16 games. How long can you ask your defense to save the team? Listen, two things can be true. It was a gutty, impressive win, and it will not be a great season. Aaron Rodgers was the difference between 7 and 11 wins. Their defense was great last year. It was great last year. It's better this year, but he was the difference. This story's got so many layers. Robert Sala after the win, but talking bigger picture. Personally, I don't hurt for me. I, I don't hurt for our locker room. I hurt for Aaron and how much he's invested in all of this. Um, you know, so I, I'm still going to say a prayer. I'm still going to hold out hope. Uh, but, uh, you know, my, my, my heart's with Aaron right now not in, and nowhere else. Yeah, that's, that's about um, – I was actually surprised, pleasantly surprised, that the Jets didn't unravel to some degree. Uh, it was so emotional for the city yesterday – but for the Jets to hang in there, uh, run the ball, play inspired defense, not unravel, was really, really impressive. There is something special about this Jets team. But when you start looking at that schedule, there's a reason they went out and got Aaron. I have my differences with Aaron. There are things I question about Aaron Rodgers, but he is the magic. He was the magic. Get well, get better. There's next year. I still hope this has a happy ending. For Buffalo, I don't think there's a single NFL player, not one, that misses a coach more than Josh Allen 
misses his former offensive coordinator, Brian Dable. Since Brian Dable became the head coach of the New York Giants, Josh Allen, from that moment until tonight, has 20 picks and seven fumbles and leads the NFL in giveaways. His mechanics are worse. He's had drama with his star receiver, and he still won't slide. I didn't like what I saw last night. And I understand with Allen's size and athletic ability and his talent, I'm not asking for perfection. Okay, this is not a guy that needs to go, you know, 28 of 34. It's not what I'm looking for. But he is a heavyweight fighter, and he has lost his corner man. Mike Tyson was never the same once he lost Customato. And people would argue Tiger Woods was never the same when he lost his swing coach, Butch Harmon. It doesn't matter if you're a magnificent singing talent. You'll notice in Hollywood, the best actors often lean and work with the same directors over and over and over. Josh Allen misses Brian Dable. Last night, these numbers are weird and shocking. 0 for 5 on passes over 20 yards, two picks, and a 0-0 passer rating. Tiger was never the same without Bush. Mike was never the same without Customato. Three years ago, we looked at the best quarterbacks in the league, and I think all of us would agree it was Mahomes 1 and Josh Allen 2. But when Mahomes goes off the rails mechanically, and he does about once a year, Andy Reid brings him back home. When Josh Allen goes off the rails, and he's there right now, Buffalo's got a defensive head coach and a defensive-minded culture. They still can't get their O-line right. It's like Steph Curry. Steph Curry, if you've watched him, we have and we love him. He's J-Mac's favorite player and probably mine. will have these stretches where he gets really loose with the basketball. And then Steve Kerr, bring it back home. Let's reel it back in. Let's go back to basics. The greatest talents need somebody in the sidecar. A man, a woman, a trainer, support, whatever it is. Josh Allen misses Brian Dable. That is not to say that Ken Dorsey's not a good coach, but there are certain relationships in the NFL. Matt Ryan, Kyle Shanahan, it was magic. Matt Ryan's still good without him, had great years without him, but he was better with Kyle. Creative, mega talents, Sometimes they go off the rails. I love Lady Gaga. The meat dress moment. It's like, let's reel it back in. A little too far out there. <laughs> but I feel like when I watch Josh Allen, he's not the same quarterback as I felt his last game with Brian Dable. Mechanics won't slide. Deep ball, not as good. Impatient, not as accurate. Ball last night, one of the interceptions, two were just brilliant plays. One of them was just, it's like he threw it to the safety. Josh Allen after. Trying to force the ball. Um, <sighs> yeah, same <laughs> same place, different day. I, I hurt our team tonight. I cost our team tonight. Yeah. And it feels really similar to last year, and I hate that it's the same. Um, yeah, I, that night was so many different things. It was hype and optimism. It was fantastic. It was, there were so many great emotional moments right before the injury. And then in the injury, 
you're basically praying, crossing your fingers. Okay, two weeks, three weeks. I immediately ran to the Jets' schedule. I go online. Okay, they can, they'll lose to Dallas. They'll hang with Kansas City. They can beat Denver. And then Robert Sala after, it's bad news. And this morning, Aaron Rodgers is officially out for the year. This can still have a happy ending. It's not going to be in the next eight to nine months, but it still can end well. We cross our fingers that it does. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. You know, there's a saying, we don't appreciate what we have until it's gone. Uh, And I watched the Packers this weekend, and we discussed this yesterday. They were a very, very well-oiled machine. Jordan Love had the second least pressures of any quarterback in the NFL this weekend, and Aaron Rodgers was running for his life in his three dropbacks. The Packers are stable and consistent, and the Jets have historically been turbulent and chaotic. So this is not to say that Aaron did not appreciate what he had in Green Bay, but what he did have was two offensive coaches, no impulsive crazy owner, no bad offensive lines in 15 years as the starter. He could hide in Wisconsin. They didn't always get the best free agents, but since only about 30% of free agents hit, that was probably not a bad thing. If you looked at Jordan Love this weekend, clever play calling from an offensive head coach, unbelievably solid protection, run game, weaker division. And again, I said this before Aaron played a game. I said, if you really break this down, simplify it. The Packers for 15 years have been a really well-run business, and the Jets have been a poorly run business. And they're acquiring Aaron mostly because they put themselves in that spot. They reached on Zach Wilson, and they whiffed on a left tackle, who's now a right tackle that can't stay healthy. So they had to overpay for an expensive 39-year-old prickly quarterback who is gifted and great and amazing. But there were some warning labels on this. Let's be honest about this. We discussed this in the preseason. Robert Sala discussed it at team meetings. Older quarterbacks tend to need better offensive lines. Uh, I do think Aaron rehabs, comes back. I do think this is going to have a much happier ending. If you remember, Favre with the Jets started well and ended poorly. This is starting poorly. My guess is it ends well. Aaron comes back. Here's a big bonus for the Jets. There is a a small silver lining for the New York Jets. Their biggest need is left tackle. They don't need to draft anybody on defense. Maybe after C.J. Mosley leaves, they need a left tackle. Next year's draft has three minimum great left tackles. And the Jets do not have to give up their first-round pick because Aaron had to play 65% of snaps. If he did, the Packers got their first-round pick. Now they don't. So the Jets' number one need, the number two need, I think, is a receiver. But they're good enough there now. Their number one need is left tackle. There's two great ones and a third with Duke that's very good. And the Jets, my guess, will be about 15th around the middle of the pack in the NFL. Seven, eight, nine wins, a middle of the pack. They can get one of those or move up. So the, the, the little brief, I know it's small, silver lining. But it, it's also fair to say, and I talked to a GM, a former GM in the league, it is harder for older players to rehab. 
Younger bodies heal more quickly, injured less frequently. When they are hurt, they rehab and they return quickly. How many times have we seen a young player get hurt? He'll be out eight weeks. He comes back in five or six. The, the medical staffs, the medical professionals in New York are top of the world. You're getting the very best help for Aaron Rodgers. But there is a likelihood, perhaps, perhaps, that at 39 years old with a severe Achilles rupture, we may have seen the best of Aaron Rodgers. Now, good Aaron Rodgers with his intelligence, his moxie, his experience, and his arm, a good, less mobile Aaron Rodgers with that defense could still be a fantastic team if they get the left, left tackle right. So there is a just a sliver this morning of positivity on this. You're going to find out for sure with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson got to watch Aaron Rodgers for camp, summer. Did he learn some things from Aaron? You're going to be able to get your first-round pick. That's positive. But we also have today, we, we, we've got to be honest, the Jets are in this position with Aaron because they reached on Zach Wilson, whiffed in a left tackle. I said this two weeks ago. There were a lot of flashing red lights with this situation. It's why I didn't see the Jets as a playoff team. Two things can be true. I feel awful for Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers but I do think it'll be a better ending, a happy ending. Uh, but I, I think, uh, you know, for the next four months, it, it, it's going to be emotional and pretty rough. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467 
In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know, it, it, it's what's really interesting is that we came into the season, all of us, you, me, everybody, thinking the AFC was significantly better than the NFC. <laughs> well, the NFC went 4-0 against the AFC this week. And the three teams that most of us had at the top of the AFC were Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo, and they all lost, and their offenses all stunk. So where am I on those three teams? Here's my gut feeling. Kansas City is going to be fine. First of all, they have an excellent GM, and it's going to be a busy trade deadline. They can find stuff they don't have. Secondly, they have an offensive coach. They'll solve their offensive problems. They've got Travis Kelsey returning and now Chris Jones. And my takeaway on that Kansas City loss was, wow, that defense is good, fast, and really young. Kansas City will be fine. They may not be 14 win fine. They'll be 11-12 win fine. Cincinnati. Again, offense struggled, but they've got great weapons. They've got an offensive coach. They have a highly efficient quarterback who generally bounces back after losses. There's no trend that Joe Burrow's bad after week one disappointments, and he's had several week one disappointments. I think last year in week one he was bad. So they've started slow before. I like their offensive personnel. They've upgraded at left tackle. I don't worry about Kansas City. Or Cincinnati, though I did think it was ugly and it may take them a few weeks to work their way out of it. Buffalo's different. They have a defensive coach. Their quarterback has regressed, and the answer perhaps is not in-house. They still have no run game. They do not have a number two reliable wide receiver. The defensive coordinator quit. There are a lot of things about this team I just don't like. Stephon Diggs has this team really over a barrel. You saw in that final draft, how many times did they go to him? Three or four times? He's it. Their second best receiver, maybe a running back or a rookie tight end. So I think Buffalo's in some trouble. I watched Miami's offense. I've seen the Patriots and Jets defense. Hell, the Jets beat them last year. And I think this defense is better now than it was last year. And so, um, you know, we, we've always known this every year. Uh, There's at least four new playoff teams. The average is about six. Seven coaches get fired annually. There's a lot of fluidity in this league. I And and J-Mac and I talked about this during the offseason. I sort of leaned with they'll be fine uh, as long as Stephon digs at the trade deadline. Maybe they get another receiver. I still think that is true, but they'll be fine. J-Mac was a little more critical of Buffalo, and right now he's right. I just don't like what I see. Still can't run the ball. Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills, defensive coaches can't figure out the run game. Kyle Shanahan's always got a run game. I watched this weekend. Rams, Sean McVay, average O-line. He had a run game. Mike McDaniel figures out the offense with small Tua. Bills, Steelers. How many years going to struggle with this O-line? How many years an inability to develop a run game with defensive coaches? It's, it's crazy, but it's I, Buffalo still can't run the football, which is remarkable because their quarterback is such a great runner and athlete. He can be such a diversion. He can be such a decoy uh, that you think 
running the football, they would eventually figure it out, and they just can't. By the way, the Jets can. The Jets can run the football. The Bills can't. That may be the secret sauce for the Jets going up and beating Buffalo. Now, Von Miller will return, but the one thing I took out of the Jets game last night that to help this team, if the run game's good and the defense is good, they're not necessarily man overboard. I think they'll be in games. I just think you get the fourth quarters, the Jets defense is on the field, you're facing Mahomes and Russell Wilson, and here's a Jimmy Garoppolo, and here, say what you want, they're better than Zach Wilson. So I don't think the, I don't think the Jets capsize here. I think they're going to be competitive. I like their coach. I like their defense. I like their run game. But they are going to be in a quarterback deficit, and that, that is what it is. It, you start looking at who makes the playoffs, about one team a year can get in without a high-end quarterback. Maybe it's the Jets. If they can go up to Buffalo again and run the ball, and Buffalo still cannot run the ball. It's been five years. That's your little, that's your little matchup advantage. They did it last year where like Buffalo just couldn't consistently run the ball. They rely overwhelmingly on Josh Allen and his best receiver has to go up against Sauce Gardner, the Jets' strength. So the Jets do match up very well with Buffalo. Their best defensive player takes out their only, Buffalo's only elite perimeter player, and the Bills can't run the ball. So you're left to Josh Allen throwing 45 times. Look at the numbers. He turns it over twice a game. Fumble or pick, last 20 games. So there, again, there's silver linings to the Jets. They're going to get their number one pick, and they're going to get a left tackle. And Aaron's going to come back. So it's not all, and I do think this team will have fight. But man, 13 of the next 16 weeks, they got the second best quarterback. Now they could argue, we'll have the better defense. We'll have a comparable run game. We may have a better coach in many of those. So there, there is a way to walk into that locker room if you're Robert Sala and sell this to the team. We're going to have the best defense in the next 16 games. We're going to have a run game that's as good as anybody that we face in the next 16 games. We're young. We've got character. I mean, there, there are things you can sell. They do. I don't know if they match up with Miami. They match up with the Bills. I saw it again last night. The Bills become overwhelmingly Josh Allen, save us. That's their offensive game plan because Sauce takes out Stephon Diggs mostly. So that's, a, that's the silver lining for the Jets today. Can I ask you real quick, uh, how do they match up with the Cowboys? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. Who scares you more offensively, the Buffalo Bills or the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, the Cowboys have more than one weapon. They have Cooks and CeeDee Lamb. Gallup's okay, not great. Tony Pollard is better than any running back for the Bills. Okay. And I would take Dallas O-line over Buffalo. Okay, uh, Josh Allen or Dak Prescott? Who scares you more coming in when you're game oh, i got to tell you something. Josh Allen, four turnovers? is yeah. starting to scare me. Well, the Jets have dominated Allen the last three meetings. 13 yeah. sacks. So there's a world where the Jets' defense shows well against Dallas this weekend. No, no, no. The Jets' defense is going to show well against everybody. But Buffalo is interesting because the Cowboys should be able to run the ball occasionally. Buffalo can't do it six years in. They can't run the ball. And if you only have one receiver and my best player, Sauce Gardner, I take out your perimeter player. So what, what the Bills did last night is what they are against the Jets. Josh, they look like Justin Fields and the Bears. Hey, Justin, save us. Hey, Josh, save us. That's not a game plan. As good as Justin Fields, I mean, Justin Fields right now and Josh Allen it's the same game. But you, why save did they, us. Why did they need the saving when they were up 
Why is Josh Allen YOLOing it all over the field? Like, I don't understand the game plan. Some of that's on Dorsey, isn't it? You're up 13-3 and the opponent can't do anything? The Jets are not going to be losing 38-6 to every weekend. They're going to be in games, but generally over the course of 12 possessions, I have Mahomes, you have Zach Wilson. It doesn't matter how good your defense is. I'm going to win the game. 13 possessions, I have Tua, you have Zach Wilson. I'm going to win the game. That's what I'm saying. But the Jets are going to be in games with this run game and this defense. They're going to be in. Nobody's scoring 28 points on the Jets. I mean, that would have to be a big turnover game. If Zach doesn't turn it over, let's say he's one turnover a game, you're not dropping 32 in the Jets. Bills no had, way. Bills had one explosive play the entire game to Gabe Davis for And that's with yards. Josh Allen, two good tight ends, and Stephon Diggs. Yeah. One. And, by the way, element of surprise, they had a whole offseason to prepare for. Brees Hall had two himself explosive plays yesterday. Look, I almost turned the tide. Yeah, yeah let's go. Buy see that Jack season tickets. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seats 
seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Third hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top ten NFL teams according to college. Number ten. I gotta. I gotta be honest here. The Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love led all quarterbacks with 123 passer rating, and he was perfect on third and fourth down. Situationally, they were fantastic. They have the youngest roster in the NFL, average age 25. So they're going to make mistakes and be imperfect. They're really young at receiver and tight end. But I will say, they were the second highest scoring team. I thought they looked organized. I thought it felt like Matt LaFleur's team more than Aaron's. And I like what I saw, Green Bay at 10. Number nine. The Chargers. I think their coach is over his head. They're 0-2 in their last two games despite zero giveaways and seven takeaways. That is an alarming sign. Their defense is 29th ranked scoring defense and 27th total in the Brandon Staley era, and they spend more money than anybody on defense. They may have the wrong coach. My my guess is today they do. But I love their O-line. I love their run game. I love their quarterback, and I like their personnel. They could have won that game, Chargers 9. Number 8. Jacksonville. Didn't play particularly well, but Trevor Lawrence throwing the ball downfield. This is what he does. 9 for 13 and 150 passer rating. So they with Calvin Ridley, they're going to go over the top a lot. Calvin Ridley had 8 catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. And so, I mean, Calvin Ridley changes this offense. This is a beat-you-over-the-top offense if they have to. They've got plenty of guys underneath, like what I saw Jags at eight. Number seven. Baltimore. But what was my concern about Baltimore before the season started? Why did I have them missing the playoffs? Because most of their good players have an injury history. What do you know? J.K. Dobbins out for the year. Ronnie Staley hurt. Uh, By the way, now Tyler Linderbaum, an excellent young center, is banged up. Zay Flowers did, though, have an exceptional game. OBJ, Lamar Jackson, I think they may be the fastest team in the league. I love watching them play. They're going to win a lot of games, but my concern is their injury history, and it's already, the injury bug is already struck. Number six. Detroit Lions, 9-2 and two over their last 11 games. It's a good football team. With a great offensive line. Jared Goff, 359 straight passes without a pick. That's the third longest in league history. They held Mahomes to 54% completion percentage. They've got a real pass rush. Detroit's for real. I have them at six. Number five. But Kansas City may have lost, but Travis Kelsey was a huge factor. Listen, here's the good news for Kansas City. Mahomes with Kelsey, they'll be great. And their defense is young and spectacularly fast. This could be the best defense in the Mahomes era. But I do worry that if you can take out Kelsey, I don't trust Tony. They're really young and unproven at wide receiver. Really young. Um, I think the defense, you got to feel great about it. I still think they're better than the Lions with Kelsey and Chris Jones. I have them at five. Number four. Philadelphia didn't blow me away in week one, but Jalen Hurts is 18-1 in his last 19 starts. 
but they were outscored 20 to 9 in the final three quarters, and I think losing Shane Steichen changes their offense. Look at Josh Allen without Brian Dable. He's got 20 turnovers, 20 giveaways. He's not the same guy. His mechanics now aren't good. He's still not sliding. Jalen Hurts is not going to put up last year's numbers, but but they're very, very good. It's a very, very good football team. I have them at four. Number three. I got to go Dallas. I, I saw what I saw, 40 nothing. The bottom line here is they're 11-1 and in their last 12 games against the Giants. So this was a little bit the big cool kid in the playground beating up on the small defenseless kid. They just have a major matchup advantage over the Giants. But they had seven sacks and three takeaways. And they led the NFL in each of the last two years in takeaways. Brandon Cooks, CeeDee Lamb, and Tony Pollard are home run guys potentially. Their O-line, I thought, was better than I suspected. Listen, last two years, they lead the league in taking the ball away. This is what they are now. It's not a fluke. It's not a statistical aberration. They take the ball from your offense. They'll do it against the Jets probably this weekend. Number two. Miami, 500-plus total yards on the road. And by the way, big plays. Tua led the NFL despite not having a big arm. 10.4 yards per attempt. This offense was spectacular spectacular um and they did it without their left tackle it's only going to get better i worry about this team down the stretch but on week one of herd hierarchy they blew me away not just winning just the fashion the creativity the multiple sets playing from behind uh blew me away number one san francisco can we be honest brock pretty's pretty good he's not great Nobody's saying top 10, but the kid's more athletic than I gave him credit for. He led him in six scoring drives. Christian McCaffrey was a monster. Christian McCaffrey's insane. I, I, I don't even know what the comp is. He can he could be a wide receiver in the league. He's a running back. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, the best left tackle in football. And Brock Purdy is not just capable and coachable like I said. He's better than that. Whatever it is, Iowa State football's not the same without him. Right? Like, he left. They don't look the same as a program. Fellow broadcaster Aaron Andrews. Any guest I could have picked to be on the show today, it would have been Mark Sanchez, who comes on uh, fairly weekly for us. He did the Rams-Seahawks game, which was the shock of the weekend. So wow. we'll get to, <laughs> Wow for all of what us. What a game. They got receivers making plays. <laughs> they were playing college last year. I didn't even watch. Okay, so Mark Sanchez, 10 years in the NFL, led the Jets, obviously, to AFC championships. He knows the city very well. So uh, I don't want to speculate, nor do you, but I was talking to a GM, Steve Keim, last night, mm -hmm. a former GM, and I said, you know, a 40-year-old or a 39-year-old with a torn Achilles is not a 22-year-old linebacker. It's hard. Rehab's brutal. For a young player that didn't get the bag, doesn't have the legacy, the Super Bowl, Aaron's got all that. It's a mental game. Are you, and I said this, if Aaron went six months into this rehab and then just waved the white flag and said, it's not healing, what is your gut feeling about what he's going through maybe mentally as an older player in a tough surgery? Uh, I've, I've had a season wiped away in one play when I hurt my shoulder. So I know that roller coaster of emotions that he's feeling because you put so much into it and you ask so much of yourself during the offseason and so much sacrifice for something you absolutely love. And then it's gone like that. And so coming to that realization of I'm not playing football for the rest of this year, you lose a little bit of your identity, number one, sure. psychologically. Um, and then you go into this, like, think of like uh, Christian Bale when he has to go like down in that deep, 
dark pit in Batman, right? And he's got to be like in the muck and the mire and just kind of like hang with himself and toughen himself up and get into this injury cocoon where you kind of block out everybody and you build this new reality of, okay, a couple days ago, I was just slinging the ball and doing whatever I wanted to do with this shoulder. And now, I mean, I can barely out of surgery, move it in circles, hanging with like gravity, letting it move. So he's going to go through a lot of that. He's going to be on a scooter for a little bit. He's going to be on a boot in a boot for a little bit. And you, you start to create this like um, fictitious or like imaginary ladder of these rungs you have to hit. Yeah. And those become your new Sundays. Those become your new uh, milestones and markers of, okay, this is where I have to get by next week. I need this much range of motion. Wow. I need this much blank. I need this much blank. Okay, fine. That's my next test. Do we pass or do we not? Have I regressed at all? And you're constantly with a new team and a new... It's the same mindset, but with different goals and they're much smaller and you have to, you have to come to the realization that it's not the same, but you can be the same. You can get back to where you want to go. It's just so far ahead. It's like climbing a really steep mountain, right? You're not staring at the summit the whole time. It's just, okay, we got to get to that plateau. Let's go. What do we, what do we need to get to there? All right, let's go. Get me there. All right, I'm here. What do we need to get to the next one? And he's going to go through all that while everything's going on in the world because unfortunately for Aaron, you know, if when you take the emotions out of it, the world keeps spinning. The sun came up today and Zach Wilson's the starting quarterback for the New York Jets and they got 16 more games to figure out. You know what I mean? And that is a harsh realization, but it's reality. And so Aaron's going to be on his own track. The Jets are going to be on their own track. At some point, hopefully Aaron's health, healthy enough and he's around the team and can help you know, Zach along the way, because he can definitely use it. He's a calming presence for Zach. You could tell, you could see it in hard knocks. But there's also schools of thought, like we don't want our hurt players around our healthy players, because then it, it just like kind of detracts from, you know what I mean? You don't want a bunch of, this is a terrible, yeah, yeah never mind, I'm not going to say. Well, yeah, negativity is. Yeah, it's it, just, it's, yeah. So it was interesting. Uh, the run game's better this year than last. Mm -hmm. The defense looks better, all those God. young kids. Yeah, no, I mean, it was insane. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spin it positive. I'm Robert Sala. What is my speech? Ooh. Okay, I come in and I say, this defense it's better than last year. This run game is better. And Zach just spent six months with Aaron. He's better. And I believe all those to be true. I think you're right. I agree with all I, that. I think you can spin it. My question is, Aaron was more than throwing a football when you drove to work as a Jet. He was the magic. It's true. And you know what? It, and this is part of what I saw with Garrett Wilson, but there were a couple shots that I thought were incredible last night of him on the bench with Zach. I, I believe it was after he threw the interception. But Garrett Wilson is the one talking to Zach Wilson, telling the quarterback, like, yo, we got you. We're good. We've all put too much into this. Like, we're going to figure it out. You saw the catch he made. <laughs> That dude ain't losing. <laughs> Randall Cobb ain't losing. You know, Lazard, they, they, these guys refuse to lose. And Zach started to pick up his play towards the end of the game and made a couple crucial throws. That's going to be the key, is getting him in the right mind frame, getting him to understand when to throw balls away, when it's zone, when it's man, and how to react and how to act accordingly. Um, but there's so much talent on that team. And there's such an urgency to win on that team. And you felt it. A lot of that was heightened by Aaron. And now that he's gone, it's like, all right, we're kind of doing this for him. We're doing this for ourselves. Like, 
come on, man, we're not done after week one. Let's go, let's go see how far we can take this thing. So yeah. I think there is positivity, but gosh, it's just such a crushing blow. I mean, it I, is. I haven't rooted for the Jets this hard since I played for them, I feel like, yeah. you know? And that one, like, it was just a gut punch last night, and you're just kind of crossing your fingers, hoping it's not the worst, and here we are, so you got to figure it out. So um, I, I've always felt like um, – the more talent somebody has as a singer, as an actor, it could be Christian Bale, it could be, it could be Denzel, it can be Josh Allen, it could be Beyonce. Mm -hmm. The more talent somebody has, I'm not begging for efficiency because when you take big swings, mm -hmm. you have big misses. So I'm not looking for Josh Allen to play like Alex Smith. Correct. I'm not looking for Lamar Jackson to have a 74% completion percentage. I want the magic. Sure. I do worry, though, that all great performers need kingmakers or support systems. He has regressed, in my opinion, without Brian. Whatever Daybowl did, sandpaper, refine in his head, I think his mechanics have eroded. Um, I mean, he's got 27 turnovers, giveaways in since last year, week one. There's some... Ma I, the magic's still there. Mm -hmm. But Mark, when I watch him, I think he's a little less patient. It's, it's the discernment of when to use your superpower, right? Because he clearly has superpowers, just like Patrick Mahomes does, just like all these great guys have. But it's when, and it's not every down. It's, you can't do it every down. And so, you know, you got to understand, like, I, I live down the street from the guy. I know the kid. One of my favorite humans of all time. Forget football, whether he plays football or not. I love him as a person. But... It's my job to criticize performances and, and critique performances. So when I make the comment last night, Josh Allen ran into his own guy and fumbled the ball. Weird. Yeah. Okay, I'm joking. Number one, you got to understand, like, yeah. if that's the biggest takeaway for Josh Allen and the Bills that I tweeted that, we got bigger fish to fry. Like, right. we, got, we got bigger issues. The problem was the giveaways, right? Four turnovers. Trust me, dude, I've been there. When you think I can make all these throws, when you think I got this, uh, on first down when you don't need it. Oh, my guy's going to make a play. I'm going to get a hit. Let me get rid of this ball downfield. Eh, you got to hold yourself <laughs> back. I mean, he put Whitehead in the Pro Bowl, most likely. Okay, last Seriously. night. Seriously. I did it to Lee Bodden when he was a defensive back in New England. Okay? <laughs> he sent me a drink later on in the year at Super Bowl. We were both at an event for Super Bowl. And he sent me a drink across the bar, and he said, hey, tell Sanchez thanks for the Pro Bowl nod. And I see him <laughs> across the bar, and I was just like, all right, bro, got you. Yeah. You know? And so it's this idea of you're so competitive, you have to win every single snap. And if I can relate it to other quarterbacks like Stafford, which we'll get into later, the snaps you know the defense guessed right. And, and they got you. Dead to rights. You have no chance on this play. Those ones have to be just immediate, dirt the ball, fall down, anything but give them the satisfaction of being correct. And how do you do that? You check it down immediately, you fall down, you throw the ball away, whatever it is. But... The bottom line for Josh is great players have been there. <laughs> Mediocre players have been there. All players have been there where you give the ball away. Okay, now what? What are you going to do? How are you going to respond to this? Where, where is the tough coaching where you look him in the eye and say, listen, we can't have this at this time in the game? At some point, the situation, the, um, the, the situation and circumstances of the game dictate how you read some of these plays. These plays are a bunch of lines drawn on paper. The situations bring those plays to life, and then the players give them a little magic, if that makes sense, sure. right? They, they totally 
the plays jump off the page when Josh Allen runs them as opposed to somebody else, when Patrick Mahomes runs them as to somebody else. This was the plan, but this happened, and look what he did. Wow. Okay, when it doesn't work, cut bait and move on with your life. Don't make me chicken salad out of chicken crap. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's really where it's at. And Josh realizes it. He said it in the post-game uh, press conference. He knows what the issues are. It's understanding the situation, when to take the shot, when to be Superman and throw on the cape, and when to just be average Joe and get rid of the ball. So it, it is, I think, you know. It's hard for super talented people to tell it them. It is because hey, he's gone away with it for so, right. many, so right. many years, being a little loose with the ball, that yeah. kind of thing. But bottom line to this position, and, you know, I feel like we're on a nature walk or a safari, but you got to have armadillo skin and a goldfish memory. Bottom line. Because if you got deer skin and an elephant memory, <laughs> you ain't going to last here. That's it right. just doesn't work. It's yeah. the hardest position in sports. I don't care what anybody says. So now, waking up this morning, the sun came up, by the way, Josh Allen. You're going to be just fine. You got another shot next Sunday, and this game can't come soon enough for him. Okay, now what? How do you respond? Show me how you're going to make this right. Show me how you're going to understand what the mistakes were, get to the truth, because that's really what the day after the game is. Get to the truth. Get to the truth of it. Was I loose with the ball? Did I make the right decision? Was that the right throw? Was it a bad throw, a bad decision, or a really good defensive play? Most of those were bad decisions. I saw one really, really good defensive play. Okay? And he knows that. Yeah. Okay, so what? Show me what you're going to do. And I know the kid's got more than enough talent. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's all there. It's just pick and choose your spots. You yeah. know, manage your misses like a golfer. Yeah. No, oh, shoot, I'm way, off, I'm way off the fairway here. Either I'm, you know, just going for it and aiming for the green, or let's just get back on the fairway and By the get way, back in the center lane and drive 55 and let's go. Golf's a perfect uh, uh, analogous moment there because golf is the classic, you better have a short memory. Oh, no doubt. Four Amnesia. Iron into the woods. Amnesia. Amnesia. It's, it's unbelievable. Okay, so you did. How lucky are we? So we talked about this yesterday. I mean, the Niners hammering Pittsburgh's one thing. The Rams dominating <laughs> the Seahawks, to me, I sat there and I thought, how is this defense yeah. doing it? Seattle couldn't get first down. So you did the game. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing we came back and said is, uh, let's, let's be honest, when Stafford's got time to throw. Coach. It is beautiful. There ain't many people better. <laughs> I know people give him a hard time. They gave him a hard time for giving the ball away the Super Bowl year, all that. My man is just so you met with McVay before the game. Oh, many people thought, well, they're going to be in the they're going to be in the quarterback sweepstakes. Did, what was McVay? Because McVay, I thought they changed their run game. They were pulling guards. It What's, looked different. It's so funny. So the traditional McVay um, run game is more uh, spread you out, run zones. Yes. these plays that kind of get pushed and flushed towards the sideline. And then the running back, like uh, uh, Todd Gurley, would stick his foot in the ground and boom, and dissect the defense, right? They, they get this wave. He rides the wave of this zone game and then cuts back, okay? They went a completely different route. And it's gap trap, which is uh, man blocking schemes. Instead of like kind of zone for zone and spot blocking everything, it is a man identification. You and me for these two dudes right now. We're going to jump on this technique at the line of scrimmage. Bam, hit him in the mouth, get to the second level, give the back a clear defined hole, and he has one option off of that hole, or we're toast, right? And the reason you do that is when you play like an athletic defense or a defense like Seattle or with your own offensive line 
that's not quite as experienced together. You don't have all the time on Good task. Point. You want to just get to the answer quickly and jump them right away. Get up in their face right away and give your backs a because chance to go. Because the other style's North cohesion based. Exactly, and that takes time. That's like a that's like a dance, you know, between five O linemen, maybe six with a tight end and the halfback. It all has to fit perfect, and it's got to be nice and smooth. It's the old school Mike Shanahan stuff and Kyle Shanahan stuff. From before, but now what are they doing in San Francisco? It's more of that game plan because LaFleur came from Shanahan to McVay now. You know what I mean? So he implemented some of this downhill, north and south, in your face, gap trap schemes. And so they ran that to perfection. I thought Kyron Williams looked awesome. I thought Cam Akers looked great. But most importantly from this game, I thought neither team turned the ball over. Matthew Stafford was the difference in that game. Oh, yeah. And same thing we're talking about Josh Allen. He managed the misses. A couple times he came out on a bootleg, and he's, it's called a naked for a reason. You got no protection. You're running naked out in the flat. There's a dude in his face and another guy coming to take his head off. He makes one guy miss and chucks this ball into the stands so fast. Before the play could even get started, they were done. Dead to rights. Once again, we, they got us. And what did Matthew do? He didn't try and force it. He wasn't loose with the ball. Just get rid of it. They tried to flea flicker. Dead to rights. They got nickel pressure. Kobe Bryant, number eight from Seattle, is coming off the edge, ready to just stone Matthew Stafford right in the chin. What does he do? Dirted it. They get um, – I made the comment. <laughs> I said, this Rams offense is stuck in the mud. I feel like I'm at uh, Burning Man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they end up like third and 30, okay? What do they do? Quick completion, play the field goal game. The stands are going nuts, right? They're ready for a big play. It's prime. For a young quarterback to make a mistake and throw a pick six on your own 20 or something. What does Matt do? Quick completion. Give me 10 yards. Yeah, we didn't get the first down, but we're punting. They ended every drive with a kick. A punt, a field goal, or an extra point. Right? And that's, it's so easy to say from this chair. But in those moments, so many players make the mistake of what Josh Allen did last night. Trying too hard. I'm going to get hit. Oh, I got to make this throw. Take the hit. Fall down. Live to see another down, and Matthew Stafford did that perfectly. But that's a veteran guy with time, and these quarterback-coordinator combinations. The coordinator's going to bail you out a lot. You got a handful of times during the game where you got to help him too because he just set you up with all those sequencing of plays, all that time he's spending burning the midnight oil, just grinding for you on tape and setting you up for those perfect throws and the touchdowns and the trick plays and all that. You got to bail him out too. And Matthew Stafford did that for Sean McVay. They were, they were in lockstep on Sunday. That was impressive. You've been great today. Final, <laughs> final, you really have. The final question. Is Brock Purdy better than I think? <laughs> Man, Here, Mark, it's here's something. The other, talk about managing your misses, and when it's time to cut it loose, cut it loose. Talk about a kid who's grown up. You know what it is, too? The reps he's had in college. And I'm, We I'd talked be about that. Oh, see? Okay. It's it's time on task and being in those situations over and over and over. High school, and getting, college. Yes, and getting stressed in practice in a way. Raheem Morris brought this up about his defense last week. He said, we got to stress these young guys in practice because we got to make it harder in practice than it's going to be in the game so they make the right decision. And watch them right here, just getting down, just getting down towards the end. A lot of guys will try a little bit more, understanding your personnel. Ayuk's matched up one-on-one. -on -one. The DB's not looking at me. Give him a shot. That's an athletic receiver now. Back end line throws up by the crossbar, not down low because those things get tipped. Up by the crossbar and it gets tipped out of bounds. Everything you see is like 
the perfect quarterback play. Exactly. No uh, throws on the front end of the goal line. You want to belt loop and lower yep. so the guys can get down, dirty, catch the ball, and fall down because there's going to be a big-time collision. Back end line throws in the back of the end zone, it's got to be helmet or higher. So the guy jumps, boom. If he misses, the ball goes out of bounds. If he catches it, he falls down, he's got to get his feet in. You do your part. That's it. And he just he has a knack for understanding what wins games, what loses games, and he stays in that mind frame. And he's like, when he's on the field, he'll smile occasionally, but that dude's like stone cold killer, man. I like, I really enjoy watching him play. So do I. It's I really, really do. He, but the reps at Iowa State really helped him. You know, it, Bill Parcells used to have a rule. Three years of college starting. Right. Now, these days you can't. Some of course, guys come it's out, different now. There was a reason he had the rule. 100%. Stress You've at practice. You've been in those situations, and you know what to do. Similar to, like, military training, right? Yeah. They're not thinking on the fly. You are, but you're not. You're so trained in these situations that you have a checklist in your brain of, okay, this, 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 contingency plan, boom, get out. That's it. That's all you have to know. And it's, once again, easy to say from this chair, when you got 300-pound guys trying to take right, your head right, off right. in less than two seconds, it's really hard. All right, Rams, Niners, you're on this game. Uh, continued success, did a fantastic job. It was wildly entertaining if you're from Los Angeles. If you're from Seattle, it was a... It was a They're going to be fine. They'll be fine. Long season. They They're have gonna a be just tackle fine. issue, but they'll be fine. They just brought in a tackle today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.